Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. Rob Pitts. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Cut that giggling out, son. We're talking trucks. That's man business. You're ever giggling like a little schoolgirl in the corner. Well, I was thinking about El Camino. Sorry. No, I'm giggling. I can't stop. <laughs> Matt Chriswell, welcome to the party from the GM Upstate Truck Club. And, of course, as always, we got Richard. You actually said that wrong. It's the Upstate GM Truck Club. Close get enough. It, get it right. You said all the words, just wrong you got, order. You got a little it's dyslexic okay. on it, but it's cool. And then we got Richard. It's also rude to interrupt people. Um, well, yeah. Sorry. Go on. And we got Richard, the Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst, numbers guy, and banker. Welcome to the studio, Richard. Thank you, sir. What's going on upstate? <coughs> Previous El Camino owner. <clears throat> Won't hold that against him. I'm going to tell you something, Richard. I'll hold him while you hit him. Good luck. I'm telling you. <laughs> Just fist don't, and teeth. Don't, don't, let, don't let the boyish good looks fool that's you. A, that sounded like a good night. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I would pay. That would be hilarious. No, no. Let's move on, actually. Let's talk about prices on C-10 trucks, shall we? I want to tell you something, though. But we are talking about the OBS trucks. We were. And I really think the OBS trucks are going to be the last of the collectible trucks. Now, you were saying the cat eyes. I think the cat eyes will be the last ones. And, I, and I'm not a big fan of cat eyes, and I'm ironically driving one. Which is really bad. It's the only way to get the SS, sorry. You could have got a 454 SS. I wish they had made an SS in like 01. That would have been a cool one. See, I didn't like those trucks. Yeah, I don't understand why they didn't do it. Why they don't do that every year? Same thing with the extremes. We were talking about S10s a little bit. Yeah. Why, why didn't they do some of these things? Well, first of all, the new S10 time. or whatever they're calling the darn thing. It's a Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Okay, that. Yeah, it's terrible. I'll just go ahead and throw that out. Colorado's I, are, I like Colorado. It's not a bad truck. Well, it's a bigger one. truck. It looks like a Dakota. It's the Dakota of Chevrolet. It's it looks like mid-size. a Bonsai Silverado. It's 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 supposed to that be was a pretty good and reference. it mimics a Silverado. Yeah. It's like a baby one. Which now the Silverado is mimicking a Ford. So. Like like if you put some water on it, maybe it'll grow up and be a Silverado one day. <laughs> I, was, I was actually joking. I was actually joking with somebody. I, I bought my Silverado and and they bought a black Colorado. Oh, so they bought your mini, mini yeah, me. And I told them, I said that's cute. <laughs> it's like that's water, cute. That's water cute. it. They said, "Where's the rest of your truck at, son?" <laughs> that's me. So, what do you feed that thing? <laughs> but anyway, but those are good trucks. They the are Colorados good. and the S10s. We were talking about this. So many of our members started with an S10. Started with a Colorado. I've I, had a couple of them myself. I think everyone in here has owned an S10 at some point in time. Every I've, I have. I've had three S10s. Richard, you. My mom had two. I guess that kind of counts. I've had two. Sure, sure. I drove one. I've a had lot. two. I've had two. And if the, you start counting what my my parents owned, I've had three. Well, <laughs> I mean, and this is the thing: it counts, it works. But the thing that's cool about the S tens is, like I said, they're entry level. You can get in, and I mean, lowering an S ten has got to be the easiest thing. You need a set of lowering blocks. Right, couple hundred bucks. Here's can, my qualm. Couple hundred bucks. Well, twenty four dollars. Twenty four dollars yeah. at O'Reilly for a set of lowering blocks, <laughs> and then you need said uh, the chops, not chops all, but you need said uh, 
Porta Van. Yeah, Porta Van. Yeah. To cut your springs and bada boom, bada bing. I got to tell a little story about Lower Dust Tents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I used this, to. Uh, this is going downhill fast. No, it's really not. It's not that bad. Um, I used to moderate Carolina Rods Forum about 10 years ago when it was a thing, and a guy had a nice lowered V8 hot rod S10 on it, and uh, it was for sale, and people were asking questions about it, and one poster said, how does it ride? And his response was, like, a lowered S10. <laughs> <laughs> but That's a good answer. Yeah, that's a perfect answer. But you got to think about it. I mean, we were young. My buddy Chip Westbrooks. <laughs> I hate to bring I hate to bring Chippers into this. You know who Chip yeah, is. Yeah, he's a good guy. What's yeah, up, Chip? Chip Chip's a, Chip's a good guy. He's yeah, I know he's listening right now because Chip's that guy. Well, and he's, uh, he's got a '67 small glass truck. Yeah, he does have a '67 small clean one. glass truck. Very nice truck mm-hmm. that I wired up for him. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Chip. It's but, got it's got more shiny stuff on it than he does. Chip likes chrome. Ain't no wrong with bling. No, there ain't no, nothing. I heard it's coming back. <laughs> Should. But anyway, no the the uh, Chip's got a '67, but before the '67. Chip had a 91 S10 truck. Do you want to talk about the bounce wagon? (laughs) This thing was hammered. It couldn't have had three coils in the front springs. And I remember, we used to bag groceries at Winn-Dixie together. And he come rolling in, and there was one speed bump in the parking lot. He hit that speed bump at 5 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> we got off at 10. His truck was still shaking. <laughs> and my favorite thing, I said, damn, Chip, my truck rides so rough. He said, man, that's how low riders are supposed to ride. No, it's not. <laughs> right. You're supposed to compress your spine. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have a lower truck. Yeah, lowered S10. Man. I mean, I, I'm still trying to figure out how Chip's even walking upright after driving that thing I'll for so you, long. You put a nice little burner in there, and you can make some popcorn because you're going to shake it the whole time. Oh, all day. I mean, this, pop for days. He drove that thing for years. Uh, light, he called it Carolina Blue. Light blue. Hammered. I mean, that thing just bounced. It was insane. And I mean, I did it. Too. I had a D21 hard body. Crank. Tw- Funniest story ever. <laughs> My dad. I was spoiled brat as a kid. What's, My dad. What's changed? I went. My dad gave me a brand new, and I'm not talking about brand new like three years old. My grand or three years ago, my grandpa bought it new. I'm talking about a brand hammer new Nissan hard body that's loaded out as a hard body could get, <laughs> four cylinder five speed, but everything else it had, which is basically air and windows. But <laughs> and it was that real pretty electric blue, just a great little truck. I could still be driving that truck today. So anyway, like I said, I had this D21 truck. I had it for 15 minutes, and I cranked the torsion bars down on it. That's what you do to them. And put lowering blocks under the back and put low-profile tires on my chromey six-lug Nissan wheels on it. This thing stance rode so bad. Stance life Splatter paint, everything inside. Anything that it would come yes. off with a Phillips head screwdriver got splatter painted. My S10 was the same way. Everything was body That color. black and white yeah. speckled splatter paint. It's almost like tweed, but it was spray paint, and it was cool, and it was $6 a can, and I worked at AutoZone, so it worked. I love that truck. That was the rage. I see a D21 to this day. My heart skips a beat, especially if it's bouncing and hammered down poorly. Uh, I got a funny. With a bad alignment. <clears throat> I got a funny D21 story real quick so while we're talking about trucks. It was actually so bad about a D21, I lowered my French truck to make it look just like it. <laughs> Like, we were in the club. Like, we both came out. We got out of our trucks. We were just shaking. Like, we had Parkinson's disease or something. It's crazy. That's what you do with them. Yeah. 
So, me and my friend also had D21 back in the day, and, and I remember in high school, because I lived down Union, so going to Spartanburg was kind of a big deal for us small-town folks. Big city. <laughs> going to Spartanburg. Go, going to the big city, you know? <laughs> Got to wait till the weekend. You can't make that trip during the week. You know how it is. So we we take his uh, we take his D twenty one extended cab which we had just got done cranking the bars on. We get to Spartanburg and we get a flat in the rear. Well, have you ever had flat on a lowered truck? Not that fun. Luckily, one of my friends was coming through. His father was coming. My friend's father was coming through. Toyota four wheel drive had the spare for the four wheel drive. In oh, the back. by the way, they fit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you should have seen that ride home. If you can imagine like a thirty one inch tire and the rest are like. 14s and uh yeah it is lowered and that one's in the back that was a pretty fun three-quarter stance ride home <laughs> i'll tell you what we those made. are just fun trucks though they were option out man yeah, they're easy to work on there's all kinds of stuff available for them super dependable yeah now this is getting a little off subject but let's talk about value on them i don't think it'll ever be there never never i, I just i, I really don't say it. I, I don't ever see a value there in them I mean, I lo- and I love them, and probably I hate the, it. Probably the funnest truck you could ever own, and I don't think you'll ever see a value on them. Next to a GM. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Shameless plug. You know what I'm saying. There's worse things there. <laughs> All right, guys, i tell you what. Stick around. we got a lot more. We're talking trucks on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Richard Hoskins! What is going on? Matt Chriswell. Hello. See, this is the thing that's cool about it. you're like scratching your head if you're just chiming in like Matt Chriswell. Wait a minute. Who we am got I? who's that? He Who is, is the that? leader of the Upstate GM Truck Club. Yeah, and you got it right. I got it right that you time. You got it right. Good job. And we're talking trucks this week on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. And now, granted, I don't want to be one sided. I don't want to be biased. And you know what? We've talked a lot about GM trucks. You know, maybe you're right. That phone call we had earlier, maybe you are turning over a new leaf. Because that's unlike you. It is. It is. I'm proud. But you know what else? Because of the popularity of the GM trucks, you have runoff. Now you're seeing the Ford trucks get hot and the swept line Dodges getting hot. Yeah, absolutely. And not everybody grows up in a GM family, and that's how you kind of end up one thing or another. And There's people that are really less fortunate than yeah, we are. Sure, 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 sure. And I grew up in a Mopar family, but there just aren't as many. And, and I could easily be a Barracuda you know, guy or whatever, but, geez, it costs oh, significantly more to, to oh. you know, to we're, restore we're a, a in a, a classic you know, an old challenger or something we're so thankful you didn't go down that path yeah i'm more like my uncle the black sheep in the family and we're gm truck but guys, you snapped you, know? you snapped out of it yeah yeah that's good you turned tragedy into trump so. see right there yeah. on hot rods but and happy still, hour hero stories i have a great tear running trucks. down right now <laughs> like a rudy moment rudy <laughs> you could do it that's awesome but there's but, from that era the 60s 70s 50s you, you know there's a lot of great trucks but i mean styling the, was did still you styling. did you ever think that 75 ford pickup trucks would be hot and how cool is it? i don't that think a, ever, anybody did and how do you and i mean this is the thing that's crazy that a crown vic front end of all things in the world would make them cool <laughs> the invention yeah. of the Crown Vic is what made the Ford truck cool again. Well, we have plenty of Crown Vics to go around. But that's the thing. That front end literally is a direct replacement for a twin I-beam truck. Uh-huh. It blows my mind. 
But these trucks, and they're gorgeous lowered down. I mean, and, I mean, they're just great looking trucks. And for years, they were that was the big holdback because these trucks were, you know, extremely hard to lower. And even like with Dream Beams and things like that, I mean, they, you could never get them down low, low, and drive right and actually get them lined up right. So, I mean, and now with the Crown Vic front ends, you're starting to see LS Ford pickup trucks running around. Well, the Crown Vic front end to the Ford truck is kind of like the Mustang two front end to every street ride in the world. It is. It is. It is the Mustang two for four truck guys mm-hmm. all the way. But the thing that's cool about it is now you got rack and pinion steering under your truck. Modern disc brakes. Modern drivetrain. Yeah, well, a lot of guys are completely using the Crown Vic, the rear end, engine yeah. transmission. You got overdrive transmission, fuel injection, 4.62 valve, which is damn near bulletproof. Run forever. Yeah. Really. I mean, if they make police cars out of them, they're pretty good. <laughs> And you know what's cool is you can still find the Crown Vicks like this because departments get rid of them with right at 100,000 miles on it. So it's not it's, too high mileage. You're just getting broke in at that point right. in modern stuff. Oh, so, yeah. so I mean, that's, has been done. the drivetrain for them, they're a plentiful, and, and they're holding value, and the value is on the rise with them, too. Well, the four trucks are going through the roof. I mean, yes, they are. Look, look at the truck the gas monkey built that you know, KC ended up with. That truck grabs me by the heartstrings. I love a 67 Ford truck. I actually had a 67 F100, and I loved it. And I sold it like something stupid when I was 15 years old because I wanted a Chevrolet. But Well, I mean, I wouldn't go and call you stupid. But, yeah. but I would like to have that truck today. Sure. Because, I mean, I would have had a Crown Vic front end under it and been cruising around in it. But, like, I was so proud of it. Like, me and my dad built a 460 for it. And I said, you know what? I want a Chevrolet. Never mind. So we stopped. But... You- it was kind of funny. In high school, I was actually building a 78 Chevy long bed truck. I had a Stroker 383, and one of my best friends in shop class was building a long bed 76 Ford pickup with a built 351. That's crazy. So, uh, Well, that was our competition back and forth. You know, that's another thing, talking about those 70s trucks. You know, a long bed truck, there's nothing like the ride of a long bed truck. Those things ride like Cadillacs. Uh-huh. And they, I mean, they don't they don't look like a Cadillac, but they ride like one. They ride like one. It's not the best looking thing in the world. <laughs> but I will tell you something. Now, speaking of long beds, though, this swept line Dodge trucks, even a long bed, sexy. Oh, the body lines on that are amazing. Yeah, what styling? You know, we don't have that today. No, you don't have that today, even remotely. And I mean, you're starting to see people building international trucks. I mean, the truck craze is cover every genre. Absolutely. Of Absolutely. Brands. I mean, anything. You start seeing people pulling out Studebaker trucks, the international trucks. <laughs> I mean, they're pulling out everything. It's like Steve McCraw. Stephen, what's his name? Stephen McCraw. It's just Stephen McCraw. I mean, he's got like a, a 61 international truck. I'm like, I've never even seen one of those before. And I've been looking for a Hudson pickup. My grandfather restored Packards and Hudsons and Chrysler Airflow, so that would be a for me, a personal connection to my grandfather. He a, wasn't a truck guy. A big he was ticket a Hudson. Chrysler Airflows. Yeah. Oh, man. They're gorgeous. Speaking of just Amazing styling. Cars. Yeah. That's rolling We'll see another era. Dodge era. has always had that. And even in their trucks, they've always had styling, and they've always had awesome option packages, like the Little Red Express, the, the Warlock. The sport truck, yeah. Actually, it is. I mean, it was the first performance truck. You know, and then you got the Dodge Dude, if you want to step a little older. I mean, those are cool. And very rare. Yeah, there's very, very few of those left. Don Knotts is special. I mean, they're, but they're neat, though. They're, I mean, they're, they're awesome. really cool trucks, and the lines are really cool. Even Gas Monkey actually built a sweat line. Mm-hmm. 
And, and the strike package that came out, and a lot of them were pretty cool. I mean, did you not have a Super B edition back then, or was that kind of a aftermarket well, thing? Super B truck, but they had they had all kinds yeah, of different they, models. They took cues from that racing racing stripe era, yeah. and, and did some really cool things with the swept line body line and and whatnot on them. Well, were, the, the, the cool thing about Dodges and Dodges always had a great styling. Oh, absolutely! That's where they win. Styling and marketing, Dodge wins. Yeah, but. Just that reliability thing gets them every time. Ouch. Have you ever seen a, uh, have you ever seen a D100 macho package? Oh, a macho package. Yeah, I've got a buddy that's got two of them. That's a wild-looking truck. Talk about stripes. I oh, don't know that one. Yeah, that, well, the Power wild. Wagon was another wild-looking truck in its time. Well, power, well, you know, the Power Wagon started in the 40s. Yeah, originally. but I, I'm, I'm uh, leaning up more toward your uh, 70s, 80s. Yeah, well, I mean... They had the vertical panel, you know, the stripe and all that. I mean, they were pretty wild looking. They look cool, though. They fit their era. I mean, the Power Wagon, you know, like I said, those 40s trucks, that was a workhorse. Like, that oh, yeah. was like a tank. It was a Power Wagon. Now, in the ones you're talking about, that's more like a trim package. Yeah, it's but, a trim package at that point. But, I mean, that's a, uh, which, I mean, Chrysler is notorious for bringing back names. And, like I said, we said it before, the best marketing strategy ever is calling the Hemi out again, bringing it out. I mean, that's genius yeah it's i mean that was like phenomenal sure but let's step back a little bit and talk about uh a very famous truck that we've talked about on the show and that is the little red express that kind of set the pace for trucks it did set the pace for trucks you, you got to think about it especially the custom truck scene i mean and granted it's outdated it's the 70s yeah smokestacks on your gas job really yeah. ain't the same but we're talking about a truck with a 440 this is actually one of the fastest production vehicle for it. 1978 right richard so, uh, the lower reds were actually 360s, but yeah, in 79, it was the fastest American vehicle. Now, keep in mind, a Dodge truck was faster than a Corvette in 1979. Corvette, Mustang, anything. That's right, guys. I tell you what, until else comes up fast is these commercial breaks. They do, every time, every time. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking trucks right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? I tell you what, wake up, son. I want to take you back in time. Ooh. All right. Now, Matt can fill this with me, and I know Richard can, too. Let's go back in hot rodding when Odd Rod was playing with Hot Wheels cars. I still do that. <laughs> like like when you were old enough to be really playing with Hot Wheels cars. When it was appropriate. Oh, okay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like when, you know, when your mom bought them for you. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Not your wife. Um... This is the thing. I, I mean, buy my own Matchbox cars. Thank you very much. All right. That's Hot Wheels cars. I get Matchbox, too. They still make them. All right. Anyway, <laughs> but we're talking about this stuff. And right now, you know, we're talking about the C10s are hot. You know, anything from that 1960 to 87 is red hot fire right now. And, then of course, the right, Dodges can, and Fords along the way. Can I pause you for an interesting thought? Because it is a very interesting thought. That has transitioned. You know I'm a huge model car fan. That has transitioned even into model car building because the model cars of these trucks are very hard to find. They've actually started reissuing bodies because the demand is so high for them. So it's a very interesting thing. It is. Well, I mean, you know, the model the model companies, you know, AMT and, and Monogram Reveal and all that stuff, they follow. Oh, yeah, stuff. they do. I mean, I mean, there's what's happening yeah, in, exactly, the rest of the in the industry. Well, and they have to. I mean, because the modelers are right there with with the builders. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, modelers want to build what's hot right now too. That's what I'm saying. The glue snippers are down with that. Mm, you got that right. 
But the thing that's cool, though, is back, you know, 15, let's go 20 years, go a little further back than that. What was red hot then? It wasn't them 67 through 72s. They've always been popular, but I'm talking about red hot was your 40s and your 50s trucks, your early 50s trucks. They were extremely hot. Um, Take you back. You know, street rod days when the street rods were red hot. I mean, those were the cars everybody wanted. They wanted those pre forty eight cars, and the big thing with the trucks were that body style forty seven through fifty three five window GM truck, the GMCs and the Chevrolets. Now that trucks actually just remained a big yeah. ticket item throughout it, time. Yeah, it's always been big. Like it's when I, popular. If I talk to to Tommy from uh, from uh, club sponsor Tommy's pickup parts, that era has always been his top seller. You know, he's always that's where he kind of got started, where he cut his teeth in the parts business, and I think that's the same for a lot of the aftermarket side of things. It's always about, been it's the ones that need the most parts, usually, because yeah. they're the yeah, oldest. Sure, sure. And it's and from an era when a truck was a truck. Yeah, you, you used it on the farm. You used it for work. It was a business vehicle of some kind. And, yeah, you uh, didn't buy a truck back then to go out on a date in. I right. mean, it may have happened, but you didn't buy. That it wasn't that. his primary purpose. No. It was to go to the market or you know, haul gravel or concrete or whatever you needed for for work. Now you buy a nice LTZ model and take take a girl out on a hot date and nothing ever sees. She's more truck, impressed with that than I've, if you I've, come I've, up. I've, and I've been in a hot date or two in my LTZ. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, that's just what it goes to the bank and hot dates. I mean, that's into the radio station from time to time. <laughs> from time to time. But, but I, mean, thing, I mean, it's the truth. There has been a transition in truck, and I think that's why there's now value in it. Well, but this is the thing those trucks cooled down when the C10s got hot. But now, and for obvious reasons, you got to think about it. Let's just take our 67 through 72 models because they're near and dear to me and Matt's heart here. Take those trucks versus a 53 Chevrolet pickup. First thing you're going to notice, cab size. It's tiny. It's a small truck. It's a narrow Matt truck. Matt and I are not riding not in anything from that. No, 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 no. You and Matt both can ride in it, but you're going to be extremely close. Yeah, we're going to know each other very well by the time we get out of that that's ride. That's right. right. Uh, and the thing doesn't have air conditioning, so we're going to be... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's might not going to well. a fall, winter kind of ride. Right. <laughs> Windows down still, and I'll yeah. just jump in the back. <laughs> but, I mean, these were small trucks, so the comfort's not there. And then another thing you got to think about, too, with that, you know, as far as the comfort not being there, is, you know, some had air. You know, street rotted ones, they might have put air in or something like that. But, or under the dash unit oh, or something. Yeah. So we can take some more room out of the cab. Right. Yeah. yeah it Let's looked kill like our a, feet room. It looked like yeah. a window unit hanging down below the dash. Right. <laughs> Big old swamp cooler hanging off the side. That's what I'd the, like. The kind of blue cold air on you. Yeah. It just kind of like funneled the wind into you. <laughs> right. Most of the time it was a gust of warm air. Yeah. But, you know, at least it was a moving breeze. It was a moving it breeze. It keeps the air moving. <laughs> It's it's 108 degrees, but it is a fresh 108 degrees. Yeah, okay? It is. It's a moving 108 <laughs> degrees. Sure. But but those trucks were extremely hot at one time. I mean, those were your your red button truck that everybody wanted. That blue chip collectible truck. Now it's kind of moved into the C10s and of course the square bodies. Ooh, gotta have a square body. But anyway, that's right. <laughs> millennials. But anyway. But this is the thing that's cool about it, though, is those, are those trucks going to pick back up again? Are people going to re-restore street-rotted 47 through 53 Chevrolet pickup trucks? I, I think so. I think it'll, just like, you know, Tri-5 Chevys and whatever else, you know, early Mustangs, early Camaros, whatever. It, well, and this is my thing. And, th- and I, think I don't think that, they're going anywhere. I think that's going to be really before the OBS trucks get hot. I think the OBS trucks, it's coming. 
I ain't saying go sell your OBS it's trucks. It's slowly happening right now. It's yeah. slowly happening now, and it's coming that way. But I think before it hits the OBS trucks, I think we're going to bounce back first. I think with the traditional hot rod thing getting so big right now. You know, I have to take a opposed stance on that. But this is the thing. Traditional hot rods are huge right oh, now. Oh, I agree. And this is the thing. What makes the best traditional hot rod? Because I'll be honest with you, even the most traditional hot rod is still modern to an extent. I mean, Some of them have fuel injection. Not too traditional. <laughs> yeah. Or, or or my favorite. Reliable. Like, but this no. is this is my traditional hot rod, and it's got an HGI distributor in it. And, you know, I mean, that just blows my mind. But anyway. Matt, you got to forgive him. He's an absolute purist. and I'm weird about stuff like that. Yeah, I don't, understand don't, that. Don't, don't come at me like Buddy Holly, <laughs> and, and then you'll be like, yeah, this thing right here is just like they built it in the 60s. Actually, the HGI distributor came out in 1974. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> But isn't that hot rodding? Isn't hot rodding the, taking something modern, better, faster, 110%. and putting it in something older I, that has cooler I, design? I love HEI distributors. I'm a fan of them. I am. I wish my 72 had an HEI distributor in it. But don't come at me with that traditional thing and then be like, yeah, I got an HEI distributor and fuel injection. Sure, and you're either this, on one side of yeah, that exactly. Or don't 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 be coming yeah. at me like you know with a pack of camels rolled up in your sleeve. And <laughs> listen, hey, like the Fonz. No, don't do that to me. But I think with the traditional thing getting so big that I see these trucks coming back. But instead of the billet wheels days and and all the billet, I think that's going to go away. And I think you're going to see some LS platforms going in, which we already see. There's Absolutely. a few guys in the truck club going Absolutely. LS in those trucks. Yeah. But the thing I think you're going to see is you're going to see some new modded versions of these trucks. But I think you're going to see a lot of traditional rebuilds going on. Basically, you know, going with the steel wheels, hubcaps, things of that nature. Going old school style and white walls, things. I mean, like Gas Monk actually built the 49, that black truck that Mike Coy painted. It was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think there's there's a couple of different ways that things tend to be going. That's definitely one to restore somewhat somewhat original with maybe some a few modern th- amenities or, or whatnot. Um, but man, autocross you know type deal is huge now in almost everything, and you're seeing companies like No Limit and uh, I don't know uh, Fat Man Fabrication and that building entire frames. Complete suspension. You drop your body from your you fifty five window or whatever. Drop it onto there. Now now you're going to eat Camaros and and whatever at the track. And now now you're being schooled by an old truck. And, and it, maybe it's got new paint, or maybe this or that, or maybe it's a patina, or you know. And that's the thing that's cool about those trucks, though, is you can do that with those trucks. And I mean, in the styling, it's so iconic. Those fat fender Chevy trucks are gorgeous trucks. I mean. My favorite is the 54 and 55 first edition. I love that style truck. Remember when the Old Navy had those for displays? Yes. Yeah. I mean, all across the country. Yeah. They Where's had real, real Chevrolet trucks. Two or three trucks. of them. Yeah. yeah, real Chevrolet trucks sitting as where, displays. Where they found that many Navy-colored 50s model Chevrolets, I will not know. They were all well, patinaed well, about evenly. Well, no, well, they were all built <laughs> the same way, and they were built by the same company. Yeah. There was a company in New York that they just built bought them and, They just and bought the trucks flat up blue from painted all them. them. Yeah, and they weren't fixed the best in the world. They knew there were going to be displays. Um, a lot of the chrome wasn't even finished. All it was oh, just nickel yeah, plate. They weren't. Yeah, they just masked stuff. But off. a lot of those trucks actually made it out of the stores. Now, yeah. keep in mind, none of those trucks had titles when they were sold. They were displays. Ah, that gets corrected well, pretty yeah. easily. It's easy enough to get a yeah. title for Who an old car. Know a guy? But you still see, yeah, <laughs> those guys. We sell titles for display purposes right, only. Right. Yeah. Historical documents. Historical. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what favorite. I like. That's why I like hanging on the walls yeah. of my house. 
I'll tell you something else we got hanging around. These commercials, they're lurking right above our heads. And we got another minute before they come up. Actually. Just a minute? Yeah, just a minute. How about the old Navy trucks, though? We were talking about those. <laughs> we'll talk about old Navy trucks some more. But this is the thing, though. Those trucks are coming out. They are. You see them. I mean, they still got the old Navy on the doors. I actually seen one in Florida at a... At the turkey rod run, they had the dog in it still. <laughs> oh, nice. The plastic dog. Yeah, like Sparky dog. or whatever yeah. his name was. Spot. It's, I don't know his name. Star. What? It? You know what? You might be right. I think it is Star, actually. Sounds right. I'll Sounds go with right. It. We'll go with it. But anyway, well, I, it had the dog in it. I'll tell you what. You won't have to burn any more time talking about Star the dog. We can go to commercial now. <laughs> Guys, stay tuned. We're talking GM trucks right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. Rob Pitts. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Have you learned anything today? No. Don't drive down Pelham Road during rush hour. I have learned that. You have the hardest time with life. I, I, you know what? It's not... I, that's poor parenting. <laughs> I blame it on union. <laughs> just, you know, I'm, I'm going to hop on Dr. Phil and do like every other kid my age does and just blame my parents. Well, one of them. You're going to eat some Tide Pods. I, you know it what? I, I think it would change my luck, actually. You know what? I think it might, it might help your breath. I don't know. I'm going to swing by Publix tonight <laughs> and see what I can find. All right. We got Richard Hoskins in the studio with us today. The Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst, numbers guy, and banker. Say hi, Richard. What's happening? And then, of course, we got Matt Criswell with the Upstate GM Truck Club. Two times I got it right. That's I'm good. In a row. I'm telling you. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, man, I'll tell you what, we had a lot to, a lot of fun today. We're talking about GM trucks. So we're going to have a little fun with it. Hang on. I, I, I got a thought. I had a thought. I was over here stirring. I've been on the prowl for a nice Suburban lately. Let, let's let's talk about the not-so-much-a-truck. What about your two-wheel drive Blazers, your, two, uh, your two-wheel drive Suburbans? Two-wheel drive Blazers are always going to be hot, I think, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Suburbans, I think, do. I don't think Suburbans. Suburbans always fall the 67 through 72 Suburbans don't bring like the trucks do. Well, I think in their case the it's because they're kind of odd. And yeah. the 70 and three doors are weird. Yeah. And the 73 through 87s they made millions of those things. But and I, I think they will catch on because so many people just let them go to the wayside because it was just an old Suburban. And I think that's the one that got slid under the rug and just so many people have forgotten about them. The Blazers everybody hung on to. That's a no-brainer. Well, they didn't make many two-wheel drive blazers. No, they period. didn't. But four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, everybody hung under the blazer. I tell blazer. you what else is catching on like crazy though. You're talking about that K10, yeah, the top seller, the the blazers, the '67 or the well, they didn't make '67 blazer, but the uh, the uh, that generation blazer is going atmosphere. I mean, just out of this world in price right now. They're, and they're hard to find. Well, they're hard to find where they're solid because if it's a four-wheel drive one, it's been off-road, it's been mashed into them. stuff it's been or whatever, yeah. And if it's two-wheel drive, it's super rare. Extremely. Yeah. I've only seen a handful, I mean, maybe three or four, personally myself, that came a two-wheel drive truck. Live and in person, I've only ever seen one two-wheel drive Blazer, and it was a square body. I've never seen in person a two-wheel drive of the previous. I know, I know where a two-wheel drive 73 square body okay. is with 22,000 actual miles on wow. original paint. One owner truck. 
That see, I think stuff like blue that and is white two tone. I oh, think wow, I colors. think things like that is going to catch on with value. I think those are which they like already that, are, but like that that's that's it's instant value. I mean, I, that's understandable there. But, but I think your two wheel drive suburbans will get yanked along. I don't think they'll ever hit the values of a short box. I'm sure they'll go up with the value of the times, but I just they're kind of big. They're kind of you know, I mean, you don't need a oh, suburban. they're they're long. They're great if you want something that's 25 feet long. <laughs> exactly. I mean. If you didn't, if you missed out on the, all the Buick Deuce and the Quarters, you can get a Suburban. It's about the truth. So, so you're saying right now, if I'm going out and you're going to buy a truck or a truck platform, you'd go buy you a Suburban. Um, I think you have a chance to quickly double your money on them. I really do, because if if you look at Craigslist on the prices on Suburbans right now, they're going anywhere. These are random numbers, but they're going from about three grand for a decent one that you could drive to about six grand for a pretty nice one already lowered on a nice set of wheels. So they're in a very affordable mark right now. I think in the next five to ten years, you'll easily double your money on any one you own. See, now you can't even touch a decent square body C10 for six grand. No, not a decent one. I mean, you know, you. You can get one, you can put your feet through the floor. Maybe. Yeah, with a, with a 6.2 liter diesel in it that right, don't right. run. Right. But see, I, I think you've already missed your mark on about every C10 up until the OBS to get in very cheap. But I think you could do it with the Suburbans right now. All right, Matt. So let's just pretend you didn't have two 67 through 72 GM trucks. If you were going to go buy your truck now and build a truck, or what would you go for? I mean that's that's easily my favorite era is the '67 to '72, but I'm probably I I don't know that I would discriminate. I I would look for a good deal like like Audra was saying, if if you come across the right thing at the right price, and I wouldn't be opposed to a Blazer. I wouldn't be opposed to a Suburban, um, and the square bodies are really catching on. Um, I love older trucks too. You, you know, it's hard for me if I had property, if I had space, you'd have more. I, I'd have one of everything. You, you know, um, see, and money. See what you, need to, you know. what you need to convince your wife is the single wide trailer with a thirty car garage. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. Yeah, you're just never going to sell her on it. I don't think you could convince me into a single wide trailer, much much less my wife. But yeah. all right, double wide. Now we can talk. That's just getting clad. That's just showing off. Is I, know, that I, is. Know, I know. I know. All right, but. now Richard. If you're going to buy a truck today, and it can't be an El Camino. <laughs> Why not? They could be an Dang. El Camino. <laughs> Darn it. I would probably look for like a 75 to 78 Ford short bed, two-wheel drive. One, because I like them, and because you can still get one pretty cheap. Actually, that was our, that was our left foot. I'm going to knock all you guys on your butts right now with mm. what I'm going to pick. Do you know what I would like to build that I've always thought would be so cool to build? I'm curious. Care to take a guess? Mm, you, I'm going I'm to throw you back in the 50s somewhere. Nope. I love 5, 6, 7 Chevrolet trucks, but no, I wouldn't want to build are, one of those. Are we swaying from the, the General Motors platform? Yes, You're we going are. another another I'm going, I'm going way opposite Ooh. direction. Ooh, oh, okay. i tell you what I would like to build. I'd like to build a little red wagon. I'm with you. Pro touring. I'm with you. Oh, okay. A D100 step side. That would be cool. With a new 6.4 Hemi in it. I it don't have to be a little red wagon. I would do mine red and do a knockoff of the little red wagon. I think, Hammered I'd, I down. think I'd go fleet side with side pipes. But. I, wouldn't do, I wouldn't do that. I'd want a step side, and I would want to put the wood sides on it. But hammered down, big wheels. 
just a awesome custom truck. And I would want to go like a 6-4 Hemi in it, something like that. I think that would be so cool. And one, you don't see those trucks fixed like that. No. And they and they would be so, I mean, the lines on them. And just, it's, because it's 70s classic looking still. But, I mean, it's just a modern, it's just a sleek truck. I mean, they're smooth, not like chrome or trim on them. If you guys want to see something really cool, I can show you. Well, I know where two of them trucks are sitting. One's right around your backyard. But, yeah, one of them, actually, my, my neighbor has one in his backyard. Um, but if you go down to Union and you travel down 176 and you just never veer off, and you get past the Walmart and everything, and you go. A <laughs> this bit. guy's gonna have three hundred people in his yard tomorrow. Yeah, really. No, it's his restaurant. This is <laughs> okay, the, this, this a bear place. Um, <laughs> and you know what's bad? It's been so long since I've really been down to Union. I cannot remember the name of the restaurant. Jeans Fine Food. That's it. Jeans Fine Food has a little red wagon or little red express sitting out in front. That he's took the little red express logos off and redone it, and it says Jeans Fine Food. And it has a big plaster chicken coming off the roof of it and a tail <laughs> out of the bed of it. I crap you I hope not. Gene sells chickens, please. No, Gene sells food. He like he's, he's got chicken strips, but this truck's been here. <laughs> nope, no chicken. As long as we moved down in '94, and that truck's been sitting in the same spot since then. It's not moved. It's just deteriorated. That was just his little showpiece. And yeah, it is a genuine little Red Express though. But I think that would be really cool to build a custom D100. It would be yeah. fast, too. If, it, would be, it would be hella fast. And there's plenty of room. I mean, things are huge on the hood. You can put two of them beside each other in there. Yeah, if I was going to deviate from the GM platform, I, I would do a swept line. Uh, that would be. And those are classy. Those are just getting hard to find. You can still pick D100s up. I mean, you see them. Not everywhere, but you see if them. If I was going to step away, I think I'd follow suit of our uh, banker over there and go with the Ford with a twin-turbo Coyote set up. i tell you what's Touring. really cool. Uh, one of the guys that worked with us at the shop, his dad's got a 79 short bed Ford F100. Those are good-looking trucks. Clemson Orange Ooh. from the factory. Ooh. Clemson Fannin, I don't know if I'd want that. I'm telling you, boys. i tell you what else I don't want. I don't want this show because I could talk about trucks all friggin' day. It, it is coming to the end, though, sadly. It is. I'm getting sad over here. Guys, I want to give a special thanks to Mr. Matt Criswell with the Upstate GM Truck Club. Three times I got it right. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's been fun. That's right. That's what, that's what we aim for. Teach you a little something, learn you a little something, make you laugh a lot. That's what we do. Richard, thank you Richard, for joining us. Richard, thank you for joining us and giving us your expertise in all things automotive. Been a blast as always. And, and thanks Camino. also, Matt. Thank you. Uh, Rod, I want to thank you for being you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, guys. I tell you what, <laughs> thanks for playing along. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 1063 WORD. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 